It's Saturday, February 13th. Welcome to a new episode of Bazaar. I'm your host Sid and joining me in the studio today is Anmol Gandhi, a very impressive guy who, you know, is doing amazing stuff in the field of finance and he has incredible knowledge in the aviation sector, but in this episode we will be exploring a different sector. So, Anmol, very warm welcome to the show. Happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. and yeah i'm excited to talk about uh, what we have in store today yeah so this week we are going to dive into the world of cryptocurrencies <laughs> i mean that's what everyone is talking about so we thought why not do a show on cryptocurrencies on bazaar and <clears throat> honestly i think logic seems to have gone out of the window because you know bitcoin has risen by thousand percent since march 20 and there's also a little known cryptocurrency now it's very famous but a month back i don't think a lot of people knew about this doge coin which has become more valuable than a lot of listed companies out there so you know it's everything is going up we are in this phase in the markets that you know you touch anything and it becomes gold and then you have the world's richest man yes i mean elon is currently the richest man he is going up and down uh, you know there's a competition between jeff and elon but sooner or later i think the way tesla is going up he's going to maintain that position so the world's richest man he's going bonkers on his twitter account he has single handedly pushed bitcoin and dogecoin to a price that you know i i no longer have words to describe it like insane is not the right word and bitcoin has as i mentioned it's gained substantially since march 2020 and i mean some people are saying that it will touch 100000 dollars by the end of the year but seems possible anything can happen and on the back of it tesla also announced that they were going to invest 1.5 billion dollars in bitcoin they'll also start accepting payments in bitcoin so i mean if you got a stack full of bitcoins you can actually use it to buy a tesla now so anmol what do you make of all of this i mean a lot of lot has been happening with tesla and in the cryptocurrency space how crazy is this um so the big headline obviously was that tesla bought bitcoin worth 1.5 billion dollars so interestingly elon musk initially way back in the day around maybe 3 to 4 years ago um he was very apprehensive of the idea of a cryptocurrency because he thought that fiat currency was there to stay so obviously there's been a significant change in his mindset as well and then since then some of the things that he's done in relation to his twitter account and cryptocurrency he's put the hashtag bitcoin in his bio which by itself without any of his other tweets taken into account caused bitcoin to go up by around 4 to 5% instantly like within the instant within the next 5 minutes of it <laughs> and he's also talked up he's re- repeatedly talked up dogecoin as well so some of the implications of this purchase for tesla alone not even their customers or their shareholders just for tesla the company is that their balance sheets and find other financial documents will likely need to be developed further and it's going to be likely that they have significant changes to include bitcoin because the volatility that bitcoin has right now means that if they convert all their holdings in bitcoin because as they start accepting bitcoin for payments their bitcoin holding will also go up so as the number of bitcoins they hold goes up every time they convert to fiat currency like the us dollars 
it may not even be valid the next day because Bitcoin is so volatile. So it's going to lead to very inaccurate representations of their assets, liabilities, cash flow, everything you find on those financial documents, which are essential for normal investors. So they might even mislead investors in, in a way, even though it's not they're not intended to, because the cryptocurrency is so volatile. So what we might actually see in the future, it's possible, is that there's going to be a separate heading and separate title. And the units of that is going to be Bitcoin. I mean, I never thought personally that that would happen. <laughs> the US dollar yeah. is obviously the be all and end all, but Bitcoin on a balance sheet. So that would likely have to happen pretty soon if, if the timeline that Elon Musk has said is to be believed. Although we do know that he's been off with other expected timelines, like production timelines, for example. And for me, the other thing of note, is that as per their um, 2020 end of year results, they had $19 billion in cash and cash equivalents. Out of that, they put uh, $1.5 billion in R&D. And they also put $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. So it's roughly 8%. So, I mean, for me, it was really interesting that they're, they have as much money invested in Bitcoin as in R&D. And like right now, I personally don't know which one's going to go ahead further. Like R&D is giving you new technologies, but then, it's the same amount it's also invested into Bitcoin. So it's very confusing if you look at it from the outside. Um, and one of the questions that actually did pop up in my mind was because it's like around 8% of the cash and cash equivalents. I initially, I thought that, is it just a hedge against fiat currency in general? But then that point is also invalidated because of Bitcoin's volatility itself. Mm, yeah, because for it to be a hedge, you know, obviously Bitcoin itself must be stable, but... Uh, we know that Bitcoin just moves in any direction on any given day. It could be up and down by 10-15%. So like you mentioned, it's extremely volatile. And I, I think they're treating the investment in Bitcoin as an R&D. I mean, they could lose all the money they have put in Bitcoin because it's that volatile. Because, you know, this decision opens up a series of questions. So what if tomorrow the price of Bitcoin falls by 50%? You know, it could very well happen because now governments all over the world are planning to enforce stricter regulations on cryptocurrencies going forward. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. So when that happens, Bitcoin and all other cryptocurrencies might see a fall. What is Tesla going to do then? Like 1.5 billion today could very well be worth 750 million. Six or seven months down the line could very well, you know, diminish in value. So I'd like to meet the CFO of Tesla when that happens. And... I also feel that, you know, you're accepting payments in Bitcoin, a currency which is going up and down like a roller coaster. So how does that make business sense? When you are accepting a payment in, in a currency, you want that currency to be as stable as possible so that the value that you have today, it either increases or very slightly decreases in value over a period of time. But Bitcoin is, again, like you mentioned, they have to create a different column or a different segment for Bitcoin. and you know, it's going to be an accounting nightmare. The, I feel my sympathies for the finance team at Tesla, you know, because on a daily basis, they have to account for the fluctuations in the price. So that again is a big headache. And like to give you an example, one day the Model S could be worth 10 Bitcoins and a week later it could be worth just 8 Bitcoins and or more, more than that, like 12 Bitcoins. So how are you going to account for that? It's very difficult. It's going to be not an easy task to execute. And then, like you mentioned, you know, this investment is not a small amount. I mean, it constitutes around 8% of the total cash and cash equivalents. If things don't go right, they need that cash, right? They, they need that cash to safeguard 
any downturn in the future so i i think it's a very risky bet i mean obviously it's a very exciting decision people love elon musk for taking these uh, risky bets and just you know doing the unthinkable but is the risk worth it i think only time will tell um talking about risk like you mentioned i wonder because tesla also like maybe makes investments in other companies so they'll also have some sort of risk management protocols in place but now that they've allocated 8% of their cash and cash equivalents into bitcoin how does this play into all of that because if bitcoin goes down by 5% in a day for example does that limit their ability to make any investments in that timeline that's something that we can't answer right now because it's not gone through fully and you said about accepting payments in bitcoin i mean if it goes on like this i don't see i don't think it's very far away when we have to start conducting technical analysis on bitcoin look at predicting trends to pre- find out whether we should buy a car now or two weeks later that's going to be a different experience even reddit actually played a part in this so a user on reddit about a month ago posted on the bitcoin subreddit so like a sub community he posted that he worked in the tesla r&d department as a software engineer i think and he said that a month ago before any of the news were announced by elon musk himself he said that his company had just bought 800 million dollars worth of bitcoin when it was at 33000 dollars a piece he said that he also particularly himself coded up a program in python he made an algorithm in python that detected dips of greater than 1.5% during the day and whenever it went down by that amount of that percent it would buy in small amounts so although this user has not been verified to work at tesla i personally could see something like that being used as an investment strategy for elon like as funny as that sounds that elon musk has an investment strategy on the other hand he's talking up dogecoin bitcoin but it seems like a reasonable strategy and the timing also makes sense because around a month ago he started talking about bitcoin he started talking about um gamestop and reddit which also added like to the whole um reddit movement the reddit valley as it's being called mm yeah i mean he did like i don't know how many tweets there are like controversial tweets that he has come out with i remember it began with the whatsapp controversy like the data privacy issues and then he tweeted use signal and prices of a completely unrelated company went up by 1100% which is i mean i don't know is there no concept of upper circuits or lower circuits in the us market i that's another topic for another day but his tweets have been really getting people to buy stuff and uh, you can't entirely blame him because uh, you know he has such a crazy fan following that he he's not actually telling people to buy things he's just randomly posting words out there like his post about dogecoin he never mentioned dogecoin he his tweet was d o g e and that's it the price just went through the roof and uh, dogecoin if you see in particular has gone up by more than 1400% in the past month or so that is just crazy it's it's very safe to say that a few days back not a lot of people knew about this cryptocurrency dogecoin it it was a meme i think right it the yeah found- it was a meme it was a meme and it's not even recent it was first made i think in 2013 or 2014 it went up as well during the cryptocurrency craze in 2017 and then now it's just broken all barriers all sense of right and wrong and i i was just imagining like what it would have been like to be in elon's shoes the day he tweeted about dogecoin so i'm guessing he woke up that day and he was having breakfast and wondering okay i've already tweeted about signal and i'm already you know causing 
the stock to like some other stock to rise by 1100% so that that's fun all right let's do something out of the box today so he probably opened up an app with a like several cryptocurrencies and bitcoin ethereum whatever and he was just probably you know scrolling through the names when he saw the face of a dog on a coin and that was it i mean he was like let's push the price of this dog made currency up right and that's probably how he tweeted about it but honestly you know i, I don't blame him because the price movement that we are seeing is because of the people in usa suffering from a massive fear of missing out i think we were also talking about this pre show that you know one logical reason of this happening is because a lot of people are unemployed i mean the rates the unemployment rates have gone up i don't know the exact figure because of the covid pandemic a lot of people have lost their jobs and now they're looking for alternative ways to make money and you know crypto has been branded as a way to make easy money right the perception that people have regarding cryptocurrency is that you put your money today and one month later it might you know gain by more than 100% or 200% that could be one of the reasons why we're seeing such a massive uptick in prices of bitcoin and dogecoin and and i don't know how many other currencies are out there but you know you need to remember that when when something is so volatile you could also end up losing all your money so in the process of making easy money you could actually lose all your money so buyer beware you know take all precautions when you're making any investing decision but anmol my question here for you like i think this is a very big question how is elon able to move the markets with just one tweet i mean i don't see that happening in india i don't think you know anything like this could ever happen in india Yeah so basically for me what i first thought about it was that if we see in the us robin hood has become really popular in recent times because of how easy it makes for people to invest in stocks and not even only invest in stocks trade complex financial derivatives that not even like 10 years ago almost brought the entire global economy down so the fact that although it's on a much smaller scale yes but the fact that the people there can still trade those after signing up for one app is still pretty big and 55% of all us adults have said that they invested in stock or equity at some point and in comparison only 2% of all adults in india have invested in stock or equity so there's obviously very clear example of power in numbers here because the us has a greater percentage of people in- invested if they do decide to conduct like a coordinated attack wall street bets did with gamestop it's just going to have more effect because there's simply more people doing it and i think because like you said the economic situation in the united states is kind of volatile right now so i think people are more are less risk averse rather compared to india because in india um fixed deposits are still seen to be the top level of investment even though the returns like if anyone does a simple research the returns do not suggest that but yeah cuz india is more risk averse they don't want to get into any risky movements the average indian would do rather it's just invest in a blue chip stock or invest in gold mutual funds etc etc mm. so because the united states is just has more people invested and because the united states financial markets also the largest in the world people are just more exposed to it like every day they read the news for example at 8 am they read the news the first thing they read is or oh, the dow jones is up 50 points and then they find out what's going on so i think there's a greater exposure there as well compared to india where other because india also has so much other stuff going on these tend to dominate the headlines and based on your elon's tweets technically all of elon's followers are following their own free will and elon is actually not telling them to do anything he's not ordering them to do anything 
And should such a case ever be made against Elon Musk, he could just theoretically argue that all his tweets are his own opinions, and therefore they're preserved under the First Amendment, which conserves his freedom of speech. However, it is still very clear that he is very influential. So I wasn't sure that should he be more responsible because he holds such influence over people, or should he just keep doing what he does because he doesn't actually he's not actually accountable for any of those people's decisions. I mean, the thing to remember here is that this is a person. He is the richest man in the world right now. Okay, and even if he wasn't the richest man, he is someone with great fan following. He has great influence over people. He actually influences the Gen Z as well. Like kids growing up, they look up to him. So, quoting from from a movie that I saw, and a lot of people have you know know about this quote. with great power comes great responsibility so you know he has all this power he has the power to you know move the entire financial markets not only in the us but you know ripple effects come to the developed nations as well like indian markets are also affected by the movements in the us markets so this one guy has so much power and then he's you know coming out and tweeting anything like you know some things don't even make sense i do feel that someone should take away his twitter account maybe he should focus more on developing the businesses i'm not saying that he's not focused on that but he should devote his time in developing tesla spacex all the other businesses that he has and not stir up so much controversy but again i mean if he wasn't doing it we probably won't be recording the show right now so a lot of people will disagree with me they'll you know they'll say let elon do whatever he does because it's fun you know it's entertainment for them and uh, probably elon will continue to do so he will not stop because i i remember a few days back he tweeted that he is going off twitter for a for a while and then just one day later he came back so <laughs> that's that's not stopping yeah. anytime soon but you know my question here is like why because in india we have sebi you know to look after all these things the price movements in the markets you you can't see something of that sort of that scale happening in india after the harshad mehta scam i think sebi really just got their entire process in order what is happening in usa like why is the sec sleeping at the moment why is the sec not doing anything do, do they not have the jurisdiction to do anything about this um so the sec which is the regulator of the largest financial market in the world has relatively lax rules and regulations and they're actually quite outdated some of them like there have been some new ones particularly with the financial crisis of 2008 they had the dodd frank act enacted after that but overall the bigger picture some of their laws are still very outdated and secondly they have very little jurisdiction on retail investors in particular because i think mainly they are focused on in, um institutional investors so they devote more of their resources to institutional investors and banks hedge funds and those kind of firms and even if they did have jurisdiction on retail investors it would be very hard to prove that all parties involved acted together on one person or one group's direction because everyone like for example with the with Elon Musk's tweets he can he makes the case that i didn't tell anyone to do anything and then because he can make that case everyone else they, they can't hold mm-hmm. him accountable so the sec actually cannot do anything even though for the average person if you read those tweets and you look at what it's caused it's very clear causation not even correlations very clear causation you know he tweeted yeah. about something it went up so it's there for us to see but in terms of the law they don't they can't do anything as of now and mm. secondly no laws yet exist which govern cryptocurrencies 
uh, crypto in particular, not even the USA anywhere. The laws that do exist don't actually regulate it. They just outlaw it, like outright. They just ban trading like uh, what happened in China in 2017. So in equity markets, if unusual activities detected in the stock's trades, trading can be halted. If it hits an upper circuit breaker, lower circuit breaker, trading is halted. And then if it doesn't like go back to normal trading routines, it can be halted for a longer period of time, not even like a few minutes. It can be halted for days or months even. The blockchain, however, doesn't function in a similar manner because the blockchain is actually continuously running and all the blocks are constantly verified by the big mining machines all around the world. So to do that, to halt trading of cryptocurrencies, they would have to physically turn off a significant portion of the mining machines in order to stop trading. This would cause huge amounts of backlash, similar to how Robinhood decided to restrict trades on some of the stocks mentioned in Wall Street bets and the backlash caused by this. And it's simply not possible to do this yet because some of the mining farms that exist, um, a few days ago, I read that Bitcoin mining alone, so this does not even account for other cryptocurrencies, it uses as much electricity as the entire country of New Zealand. So obviously a lot of mining is going on. So if they were to turn off, so to say, the mining, there would just be so much backlash, not even from retail investors, from companies who are involved in this as well. And about the fact that there are no laws to govern it, the U.S. simply has a lot more going on on its plate right now with the COVID situation there, vaccination and new, uh, enacting new legislation. So I think that it's very unlikely that significant legislation regarding cryptocurrency will be passed this year unless the situation gets even more drastic than it is now. Yeah, so I mean, in essence... There's not much that the SEC can do about the, the rise in Bitcoin and the rise in Dogecoin that's happening unless they create a stricter law specifically for cryptocurrencies. But like you mentioned here, they have a lot on their plate right now and they have other things to worry about than Elon coming out and tweeting something crazy next day. So <laughs> even if they do come out with a law, first they have to draft a bill, then it has to be passed in, in the parliament, in the Senate, whatever the administrative uh, tasks the process machinery works there. So it's not that, you know, I think conservatively, it's going to take two or three more years before we have some sort of strict law on cryptocurrencies. Until then, the craziness is going to continue. And yeah. like, do you think any other cryptocurrency is going to pop up? Like any name that comes in your mind, any any cryptocurrency that you've been following for the past week or something, which you think could be like on the rise? Um, so one cryptocurrency that I have been following is called Cardano. And in essence, all cryptocurrencies are the same. Like if you, in layman's terms, they're all based on the blockchain and decentralized networks. But I think some of the more um, unique points that Cardano has make it really unique. And I think it's, um, I think it's going to go up in the future. I can't provide an exact timeline, but I, I, I'm very bullish on Cardano. But apart from that, all other cryptocurrencies seem to be like cryptocurrencies right now are acting as a group almost unless there's very significant news coming out for one particular one a lot of them are going up in unison and it's also often related to elon musk tweeting about cryptocurrencies yeah but like coming back to india like uh, i remember in the budget speech as well and like even after the budget there was some talk around the cryptocurrency bill that the finance minister and i think the government is planning to launch and i mean they're very strict Back in India, they're planning to ban all sorts of private cryptocurrencies, isn't it? Yeah, so um, I've read about this a few days ago. I think Bloomberg reported that the Indian government is looking to put a blanket ban on cryptocurrency tradings, apart from any that have been issued by the central bank, which 
to be very honest, is very ironic because the whole the biggest selling point that cryptocurrencies provide to their users is that they're decentralized. So having a central bank issue them kind of defeats the purpose of the cryptocurrency because if the central bank issues it, then they have total power over its valuation, its distribution, and just the way they account for it, which is which is why cryptocurrency was created in the first place to go away from that to to reduce the reliance that we like as average citizens have on the bank for our financial needs so it's just like a, it's just another digital currency then it's it's not a cryptocurrency like it it'll be just another digital currency that's controlled by the reserve bank of india like in our case the central bank is the rbi so if they are releasing a currency that is being regulated by them then can we actually term it as cryptocurrency because then it loses the decentralization right so it's just another form of digital currency then yeah so it would still in theory be a cryptocurrency it would have all the factors that make it a cryptocurrency so it would have a blockchain uh mining machines it would be it would still be susceptible to the same attacks that other cryptocurrencies mm. are like 51% attacks for example which can occur if attackers or hackers gain hold of a majority of the blockchain so if they can do that using computers and computing power then they can change transactions they can make money appear so to say so it'll still be susceptible to the same problems but the only different thing is going to be that there's just going to be RBI looking over all of this so i guess in a way that if the RBI does regulate it then they'll be able to spot unusual transactions for example but personally i don't if they decide to make their own cryptocurrency that really for me defeats the purpose of the crypto i wouldn't buy into the crypto if this would happen personally yeah and honestly you know i i can see a lot of banks the the indian banks that would have lobbied to make this happen because and any rise in cryptocurrency because of it, it it's decentralized right no one controls the functioning of the currency and it it all happens on blockchain so this is a big threat to banks i mean you know you you won't read about it but i can actually see that you know banks would have lobbied to make this happen to make the cryptocurrency ban in india because they don't want to lose business right and this also poses like if if you're listening to this show and if you hold any cryptocurrency at this point you know you should square off your positions because after this cryptocurrency bill comes into effect it's probably it, it's going to be illegal so the bill would make mining holding selling and issuing of all private cryptocurrencies illegal you can only trade in the digital currency that's being regulated by the rbi so if you are holding any cryptocurrencies do square off your positions before this bill comes out it's it's still you still have time because i i think the first draft of the bill is still yet to be released so you have sufficient time to square off your positions but and also i think you know we'll try to do a separate show on this because i think the concept of the central bank coming out with its cryptocurrency and the ambiguity surrounding this cryptocurrency bill itself calls for a different show so we'll we'll try cover that but i remember like talking about us india there there's some little piece about nigeria as well so you told me that something interesting happened on that front in nigeria like they put a ban on cryptocurrency or something of that sort yeah so um nigeria actually has the second highest peer to peer bitcoin volume in the world so they have the second highest number of transactions that are occurring peer to peer not through a to any sort of exchange so that is just one person selling bitcoin to another person in exchange for goods or services and that is partly powered by the lack of credibility and trust in their own system their own fiat currency so their national currency is called the naira 
is prone to depreciation, which causes which caused its citizens to turn towards cryptocurrencies. So recently, the Central Bank of Nigeria ordered banks to close all accounts associated with cryptocurrencies. So if you've ever used your debit card, for example, to deposit money into a cryptocurrency exchange like Binance, for example, your account would be ordered to close down. They did backtrack a little bit on this and they said that they only enforced a directive that was actually issued a while back, but then they still had immediate effects, particularly this announcement. So exchanges like Binance that I mentioned are now unable to accept deposits in fiat currency like the Naira due to the directive because banks don't want to do business with them anymore. So essentially to buy cryptocurrency, you have to deposit more cryptocurrency, which defeats the purpose, which makes it harder as well. Mm. However, because cryptocurrency is decentralized, and exchange is not required to actually mediate the transactions. They can be done solely peer-to-peer. And exchange just makes it more convenient for the average Joe who might not know how to, who might not know all the intricacies of uh, using cryptocurrency. However, this also allows sellers to set their own price, which could further increase its volatility and also exposes the customers to a lot more scams because the sellers are selling their setting their price. And if they... If they say that, oh, well, I, I'm not giving you the product, you can't do anything about it. There's no, you can't call your credit card company, for example, to say, to get your money back if it's gone. So this, for me, raises the question, how susceptible is cryptocurrency to coordinated decisions made by several countries or groups? Like, for example, if the G7 group t- took a stance either way on cryptocurrency, what would the implications be from there? I think Bitcoin and all the other cryptocurrencies will see a significant drop in their price because once the governments all over the world, they, you know, get a sense of the implications of cryptocurrency because uh, it could be the next big thing, right? Once this takes off, like if you don't need a bank to do anything and, you know, you can avoid all those bank charges and, you know, all the one-time annual subscription fees, whatever, like if you could save that money and it would be seamless, right? And it would be completely secure. Like that's what the point is about blockchain. It's it's completely secure and it's extremely fast as well, I think. So obviously banks all over the world, they will be threatened. I think it is inevitable though, like going forward, I, th- I, I, I do see cryptocurrency and blockchain being the top five sectors in the world. So it's going to happen. Like if you want it or not, it's going to happen. I, I can see banking companies coming out and acquiring cryptocurrency firms. I think it's already begun. Like in, in a few cases, certain banks are already thinking of acquiring these cryptocurrency firms and probably setting up their own blockchain. I think back in India as well, there has been development. I think a few companies are working with IBM to streamline their supply chains using blockchain. So, I mean, sooner or later, it's going to happen. To answer your question, I think obviously... I mean, coordinated decision made by countries to restrict cryptocurrency is going to make it more volatile than it already is, but it's going to be the future. I I can see that happening. So that's what I think it is. And I think that's it for today. We have covered a lot of ground on cryptocurrency and on the developments in regards to Dogecoin and Tesla. And also, I think the Nigeria thing was pretty interesting. I did not know about Nigeria being like the second largest country uh, in terms of volume. Like that was pretty surprising to me. So Anmol, again, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, Really good to have you. Thank you for having me. And um, I just wanted to add something on the part you said about um, banks acquiring cryptocurrency firms. So the way I see it, 
the biggest cost that any cryptocurrency mining firm has is the initial hardware cost. So the hardware to set up and the electricity cost. So if any big firm or big bank can able, is able to do that in-house rather than outsourcing or buying their crypto from somewhere else, that'll give them a huge advantage in my opinion because they'll, they'll also, they have access to the same cryptocurrencies that other people have, but at a much lower relative cost because they can basically cut out the middleman. They, can't, they can mm-hmm. cut out the exchange. So it, that can pay off for itself. And for the um, cryptocurrency bill in India, Bloomberg also reported that the government is considering providing a three to six month leave, like they did with demonetization. So you will have those three, like that amount of time to square off your positions. But the implications then would be interesting because once they know that it's not going to work in three months, how will how will the cryptocurrencies respond? Because India is still a pretty big market for cryptocurrencies as well. But yeah, yeah. thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Definitely. I mean, we will cover, like, I'll probably invite you again on any developments that happen in this space. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, it's very, like, we can't cover everything in one episode. So we will, like, I'll, I'll get you on the show again to talk more about the developments that happen in this space. And uh, that does it for today's edition of Bazaar. People on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell, but don't buy or sell based on what you hear. Do your own research before you take any investing decision. Even when you're buying a Bitcoin or Dogecoin, any cryptocurrency as well. Please be aware that, you know, these currencies are prone to very, very volatile movements and you could lose all your money if you invest in these cryptocurrencies. Be very careful when you do it. Also, you can reach out to us at thebazaarpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any suggestions, any any company, any industry that you want us to cover, you, you can just hit us up and we would you know, do a show on it. So take care and we'll see you next week.